The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. It's Wednesday morning, September the 9th. Uh, it's 5.30 in the morning. Um, I took off of work today. But I figured I would stay on the same sleep pattern. And so I woke up early. I started thinking about doing a podcast and I got excited and I couldn't sleep anymore. I'm ready to talk about it. If you go back to the Angel series, I didn't even do a show. I didn't even do a podcast of recapping the Angel series because I didn't want to talk about it. And I didn't think anyone wanted to hear about it. What was I going to say? What was I going to say about us getting swept by the angels, except sit here and get angry? So we go into last night's game two of the doubleheader. The the Astros were swept by the angels. They lost game one on Monday. They lost game one of the doubleheader last night with Grinky pitching, and they were down four to zero in game two of the doubleheader last night. That's where we're at. That's, that's where we're at, folks. That's how, that's how we're feeling. It, it couldn't get any worse. I, I believe Seattle had won five games in a row or something. We lost six in a row. If they won and we lost, we'd be like a half game ahead of them. I talked to Adam Sager a couple of podcasts ago, and we talked about how the Astros have pretty much locked up second place in the AL West. And the, well, maybe not second, we still have a play, uh, chance for first, but I'm saying one of the first two spots. Locked it up. Nothing to think about. And it changed. It changed quick. But you can see, I mean, how, how, how much, how more down can you feel as an, as an Astro fan? Swept by the Angels. You've already lost two games to the Oakland A's, and you're down four to zero. And Seattle's nipping at your tail or your heels. How, how, how more down can you get? So let's go to last night's game. Bottom of the third for Oakland. They get a single, a pop-up, and another single. And then Tony Kemp with a sack fly. One thing about when we play the Oakland A's, you got Loriano, who used to be in the Astros system. You got Tony Kemp, who's done nothing offensively. I think he has three RBIs the entire season, and two of them are against the Astros. And then Robbie Grossman keeps doing damage. So anyway, Kemp, sack fly, we're down 1-0. to zero. They get a single and then a three 
run homer. We're down four to zero. After this inning, I go, I go to the, I go to the restroom. I go in the room, and my wife said, "How are we doing?" I said, "Babe, we've lost six games in a row, and we're down four to zero. I don't know how it can get any worse." But I didn't give up. I went back in there. Let's talk about Chase DeYoung. I didn't know how to say this guy's name before, and I, I could be saying it wrong now. All I knew is he wore number 69. I knew he played in the major leagues before because I've heard of him. I've seen his name. This is my first chance to get to see him. And I thought he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good going into that uh, third inning when he gave up that three-run homer. He looked good. And I was thinking, this is a pretty good piece to have in the bullpen. I mean, compared to these young kids, inexperienced kids we have, it's, I think it's a good piece. And Am I deterred by the three-run homer? No. No, I'm not. I still think he did good. And the cool thing about it, if you were listening to the broadcast last night, is they said he was out of the majors. He was pitching for the Sugarland Skeeters. He was uh, pitching at home to stay in shape. His wife was catching. And then they talked about how his wife is athletic and that he's the daughter. And if you're a golf fan, you'll, you'll appreciate this. The daughter of Bernard Longer. Longtime professional golfer. Probably on the senior tour by now. I mean, if he has a daughter old enough to be Married to a guy in the major league. More than likely, he's on the senior tour. But anyway, I mean, what an awesome story. Who, who would have known that? How did we not know that? But that was a great story by Jeff Blum. And a side story here. I've, I've been asking Jeff Blum to come on the podcast for a long time now, and he always ignores me. But the other day, he said, give me a rain check. Maybe another day. Hey, that is progress, folks. Jeff Blum said he'll take a rain check. Pretty exciting stuff. So we go to the top of the fourth after my restroom break. Miles Straw, single. Something not noticed last night by the replay is the Astros had six hits and Miles Straw had two of them. Brantley got a single. He had two hits. That wasn't overlooked. Yuli got a fly out. Tucker walks, bases loaded for Carlos Correa, who was hit by a pitch. Astros down 4-1. to one. Pitching change, Mike Miner, who they picked up from the Texas Rangers, is out. Petit comes in, and he gets Diaz to line out. There is two away. Abraham Toro comes up. Someone that none of us are confident in. None of us. He walks. Great job, Toro. It's 4-2. to two. Dustin Garneau comes up. This is someone that Adam Sager, when I had him on, said that he's not even really a major league catcher. He walks. So this guy walks two runs in to two guys that are considered not even major league talent. Who could have seen that happen? Springer comes in. I think he swung at the first pitch. He gets a single. We are tied. 
Miles Strong comes up, and I believe he swings at the first pitch, and he flies out. And my thought of this, this is just my thought of Straw, nothing negative, but this guy wasn't throwing strikes. The bases were loaded. Make him throw a few pitches. Get in a hitter's count. I mean, Springer should have did the same thing, but, you know, he didn't. And, and either way, it worked out for Springer, but both of them. I mean, these, this guy couldn't get the ball over. I mean, let him walk some more runs in. Miles Straw. But we're tied at 4-4. Four to four. Then we go to the seventh inning. Springer reaches on a fielding error. Miles Straw with his second single. Brantley walks, third time he's on base. Yuli Gurriel, sack fly, 5-4. to four. Tucker with a force out. Correa with a pop out. I thought we needed more runs, but luckily we got Ryan Presley coming in to close the game out. He gets a ground out, gives up a single, gets a strikeout, and a pop out. Astros win 5-4. to four. What a feeling, folks. What a feeling it is to end something like that. Six losses in a row, down 4-0 to zero after three innings, and we win. So some more good news is Seattle lost last night. So Oakland, 25-15. and 15. Houston, 22 and 21. If we would have lost that game, we would have been 21 and 22. Imagine that. The Astros would have had a losing record. And you know something? I I said the other day that we were going to go into Oakland, and it was going to be a five-game series, and we had a day off, so I thought they were going to put it in the day off, but they're not. They made a doubleheader, and that's why we didn't get to face Mike Fires. But we, we would have had a losing record. I can't imagine that. But what I was going with that, here I kind of I went astray thinking about Mike Fires, is that we had two doubleheaders, one against the A's and one against the Angels, and one game in both of those were home games. So we had two home games on the road, and as you know, we've played better. It's not the characteristic of the Astros to play better at home in recent memory. But we've played better at home, and we had to play two home games on the road. And that hurts. We beat Oakland. We didn't play the Friday game, so they played a doubleheader on Saturday. This is when we were in Houston. We didn't play that game, and then something happened on Sunday. I can't remember, but we didn't play. But we won both of those games over there. We could have won the third game, but we had to play them in Oakland. So our record could be a little different. We We got swept by the Angels in one of those games we should have played in Houston. So our record, maybe it would be better. Who knows? Maybe we'd be 24-19, and that, that's pretty close. But now we have a two-and-a-half game lead on Seattle as they lost. We're 22-21, and 21, folks. I know a lot of you aren't high on the Astros right now. Bregman came back. That's good. 
Um, we're Seattle's now nineteen and twenty-three. It, it could be worse, right? We could have a nineteen and twenty-three record. Uh, Texas is fourteen and twenty-seven. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? L.A. Angels seventeen and twenty-six. The Angels are seventeen and twenty-six, and they just swept us. And you look at the standings a little bit further. The Yankees have lost five in a row. And I don't know how many of those were to Toronto. And they're playing their games in Buffalo. And now in New York, there's some rumblings. Oh, the, there's something wrong. They're picking up our signals. They're making excuses. But the Dodgers, I mean the Dodgers, the Yankees are six in a half games behind Tampa Bay. If you need something else to make you happy, the Yankees are six and a half games behind Tampa Bay. They are three games behind Toronto. The Yankees are in third place in their division. And that's what Houston was in jeopardy of doing. They could have lost last night. Seattle could have won. It, they wouldn't have been in third yet, but they were flirting with it. I mean, the the preseason prediction would be the Yankees and the Astros in the AL championship, but it, it's not looking like that this year. But that's that's the prediction. But the Astros, tons and tons of injuries in this injury-riddled season. The White Sox and the Indians and Minnesota. The Indians and the White Sox are 26 and 16. Minnesota's 27 and 18. And the Yankees are 21 and 21. So the Yankees and the the Astros are kind of sitting in the same spot. Anyway, let me take a quick break and we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back. Let's talk about this Angel series a little bit. Let's talk about this series that I didn't feel like doing a podcast over. Uh, What was frustrating about this is that we got swept by the Angels. What was frustrating about it is we should have won some of these games. Uh, The offense was there, but the bullpen could not hold a lead. Uh, Friday, we lost 6-5. to five. We scored three runs in the ninth to tie it just to lose in the 11th. There was a doubleheader on Saturday. We lost 9-10. to 10. We scored two runs in the fifth. We were down one run, and we scored three runs in the seventh to take the lead. And the Angels scored three runs in the bottom of the seventh to win. Second game, we were up 6-4. to four. Going into the last inning, and they scored three runs in the seventh inning, and they beat us 6-7. to seven. Another game we could have won. You go to Sunday's game, we were up 3-0. to zero. It was then tied 5-5, five to five, and L.A. scored four runs in the eighth. It was late-inning heroics by them, and late-inning explosions or implosions by the Astros. It was frustrating. Uh, Friday, I believe that was the Lance McCullers Jr. game. He didn't even get anybody out. Now he's got problems with his neck, and he's out. 
and the bullpen was taxed that day. Luis Garcia came in and ate up four innings, but they they used the bullpen so much that these doubleheaders... I think it was good for us that these doubleheaders came. I think it was good for our bullpen that they were seven innings. Okay, maybe the starter can go five and we won't need our bullpen to pitch so much. So it was a good thing that they had to play doubleheaders. Monday... First game against Oakland, uh, Christian Javier starts and he only gives up two runs. Scrub gives up a run. His ERA is 1.06. Sneed gave up three runs. We lose 6-0. to zero. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many runs you give up if you can't score. That's the bottom line. There's nothing else to say. That game was frustrating. The first game last night, Zach Greinke. We got Zach Greinke pitching... In a seven-inning game, we got to win this one, right? No. He gives up four runs. We lose four to two, six games in a row. And I think Seattle has won five or six games in a row at this time. And if they win and we lose, we're like half a game out. So you have all of this going. And then, like I said last night, we were down four to zero. That's That's how bad it was. But I didn't turn it off. I was dedicated. I didn't have to work today. I even though I woke up early, I didn't have to work today, so I I stayed up. And it worked out for us. So tonight, the game is at 8:10. It's another it's a late game. And who's pitching? Luis Garcia. The guy that came in and pitched four and a third innings and only gave up one run when Lance McCullers went out. He's facing Lazardo who is two and 2 with a 4.23 RA. Thursday, a 240 game, it's an afternoon game, Jose Arquiti. So we'll see how he does against Mania who is 3 and 2 with a 5.09 ERA. So these two games are they winnable or not? I don't know. You got Luis Garcia making his very first start ever. Can is are, did the Astros get any momentum by winning that game last night? I don't know, but you got a guy with a four point two three eight ERA and Mania with a five point zero nine ERA. So you got a chance. We got to win one of these. We got to win one of them. The Astros are off Friday, and this is why I thought we were going to get to see Mike Fires. I thought, okay, we'll play. We'll play them on that off day. We'll see Mike Fires, but he pitched the day before us. And because of the doubleheader, we're still off Friday. And I, I think we need it. I think everybody needs to rest. But one thing I want to say about last night's game is Brooks Raley. Don't overlook what that guy did. He finished one inning. He pitched his own inning, and he started the next inning with all that. He didn't allow anything. Great outing by Brooks Raley. Let's not overlook that. So one thing else I want to tell you before I go is you go back to some recent episodes when I've had some guests. And I see the numbers for the podcasts. And, you know, I think I've brought this up before. In most cases, the... The, you know, if you look at the overall numbers, the overall listens, 
it seems like you guys like it when it's just me. But now I'm able to actually see when you guys are giving up on the podcast, how long you're listening on average. So I can, I can get a more of an idea of what you like. So one thing, I had Mr. Greg Lucas on recently, and I tried to listen to it, and you got to turn it down, and, and, you know, he won't get on Skype. And so his, his voice is very high-pitched and loud coming through the phone. And according to the stats, you guys aren't enjoying that. So I, I won't have him on anymore, no matter how much I love talking to him. Maybe I'll just call him and shoot the breeze with him. Who knows? I had the guy from France, Astros France on. Uh, you know, the audio didn't come out super great. You know, he, his English wasn't awesome, but I enjoyed talking to him. Then we had Brandon K. Scott. When I had him on, great conversation. He's from the radio, if you remember this interview. The only thing about this is he was super loud. His voice was way louder than me, which I think he had a better setup. I think that's all it was. Adam Sager, that was perfect. If you listen to the audio of that podcast, perfect. We were both the same. Our volume was the same. It was great. That show, I mean, I enjoyed both of those interviews, and it was perfect. I had Jake Sudrath on the last podcast to talk about the Texas Collegiate League. I was very interested in how he got uh, on the team, how the league started, how they did social distancing and all that. And I found the con- uh, the conversation very interesting. I I was interested in knowing about it. I don't know if you were or not. But one thing about the interview with him is that I had a better setup than him. He's probably just talking through his phone, sitting on the desk, and I actually have a microphone. So, you know, sometimes I have these guests and it doesn't come out perfect, but the Adam Sager one did. But anyway, I hope you enjoy it. But today I will be a guest on... Let's get to podcasts, and he actually does a video version of this as well. You can find it at letsgettwo.com. I will be a guest on that today, and I think I'm going to do it at 2, so uh, it possibly will probably be out tomorrow. I'm not sure how long it takes him to do all the graphics, but he has a, he has a pretty good setup. James Christopher, if you want to look him up on uh now, see, I want to look up what his name is, but I, I think that's what it is. But let's get to.com. You can kind of see uh, what he does there. He, it's really cool. He uh, he knows. I, I don't think I have the skills to do the graphics that he does, and I don't think I could uh, do all the skills as far as making a video podcast like that. But anyway, check it out. Let's get to.com. Uh, I'll be on there later today, so look for that tomorrow. But anyway, um, I had fun. Hope you had fun listening to me. I do uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast or this episode. And I hope that the Astros... I'll be happy winning one of these two. It would be awesome if we win both. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance... 
to give a five-star review. I need one more. I need one more review to get five uh, to get 100 reviews, and that would be awesome. Uh, review and uh, subscribe. Subscribe helps as well. Subscribe so you'll know when I make a new episode. Uh, the Astros are off Friday. I'm on day shift. Friday night will be the next episode where I talk about the final two games. And we'll take a look at the weekend as well. So anyway, thanks for tuning in once again. I know I've already said it three times. But thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the reviews. There's two new reviews on there. And I posted them on Twitter thanking you. If you are one of the two that left them, I appreciate it. I wish I had time to read them to you right now, but I do appreciate it. You guys know. You've been listening to this podcast for two and a half years. You guys know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening very, very much. We'll see you next time, folks, on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.